0: are Locked On Wildcats, your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everyone. And thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. Thanks for making this your first listen of the day. And you know what, being that it's almost 1.30, I appreciate your support if you did wait to make this your first listen. All right. As you know, I'm Mike Luke. Got a lot to get to to here today. We're going to talk a lot of Arizona basketball. We're going to talk some recruiting, a little bit of U of A football, a little bit of women's basketball. Going to run pretty much the whole nine yards. But first and foremost, a lot of people have asked, you know, what's, what's the deal, what's going on with Arizona basketball recruiting, being that, you know, this is a new era, big questions about Tommy Lloyd, Were he can obviously coach, can he recruit? Well, as we talked about a little bit earlier in the week, when you get commitments from five star uh, guards, Kylan Boswell and KJ Lewis. K.J. Lewis, originally from Tucson, by the way, that is uh, certainly something that um, will alleviate some of those concerns. Now, you look across the, uh, the rest of the uh, college uh, recruiting world, and there's certain guys that they're keeping an eye on. Dusty Stromer is somebody out of California that a lot of people have asked about. Personally, I don't think he goes to Arizona. Also, I don't believe that he's good enough. Well, he's good enough, but I think he's going to end up somewhere else. I wouldn't really worry much about him. Koa Pete is a kid out of uh, Phoenix that is incredibly, uh, let's just put it to you like this. He's a freshman who's six foot nine and 245 pounds. Um, He comes from athletic royalty. He is going to be an absolute. Uh, must get recruit for Arizona. Another guy to keep an eye on is uh, Matulas Bazilas. Now top 10 player, anytime Kentucky's involved, which they are there, I'm r- hesitant that Arizona will be able to uh, uh, get a signature from him, but Arizona's going to keep trying. Kylan Boswell has talked about how he's a guy that he'd like to play with. And so that's kind of where we're at right now during the, uh, the, pre-summer evaluation period. Those are some of the names to keep an eye on. Jazz Gardner, big man out of California is another guy, certainly, that uh, Arizona uh, coaching staff is keeping an eye on. But, like we've talked about, what you need to remember is that Tommy Lloyd is a different recruiter than Sean Miller, where Miller would go out there and recruit a bunch of guys and you know see which the highest-rated guys that were interested in him. Tommy Lloyd is far more of a – He's far more. He's far more particular in who he recruits. Only going to offer seven, eight, nine, ten guys per recruiting cycle, and you're going to try to be able to pluck from there what you can. It's not going to be anything like this mad, you know, this mad dash to offer as many kids. That's just not his style. And quite frankly, I like it too because I think it's a much easier way to uh, be able to get kids that will buy into your system. Okay, now let's talk a little bit of the guys that are on the current roster right now. A lot of people are wondering, Ben Matherin, almost everybody else had declared for the NBA draft. Why isn't Ben Matherin? All I'll say is this, Matherin certainly enjoys the college experience. You watch him over the last two years and you just see how much he's improved year by year. And it's, it's scary to think what he could be next year. That said, he's probably a top 10 pick. It's difficult for uh, it's difficult for me to sit here and say that the best move isn't going to the NBA, especially because with the uh, you know the swipe of a pen, you can secure your family's financial stake for the rest of your life and your kids, their kids. But you know the NIL has changed things to a certain extent. You now are able to get, get paid to stay in college and if somebody wants to pay $500,000 to Ben Matherin to stay in college, it certainly becomes far more of a feasible option. That being said, I would, I would advise Ben Matherin to go, but you know what? (laughs) There's a reason that Ben Matherin's in the position he's in. And there's a reason that I'm in the position I am doing this from my parents uh, couch right now. So take that for what it's worth. Okay. Uh, Christian Coloco, Coloco is another fascinating guy, obviously. Um, From Cameroon, originally, he, if he went, he's probably a late first or an early second round pick could certainly get some money. But there's a big difference between being a second round pick and a first round pick because the first round picks money is obviously guaranteed. I would probably advise and again, it's not my money. So it's easy for me to say. But I would advise Christian Coloco to come back for another year because I think if you come back, you can expand your shooting. You can become something of a, you know, kind of that stretch five that is so uh, valuable now in NBA circles that will also be able to mitigate some of his issues where, you know, he struggles to finish around the basket. I don't think that there's really any, that's really any secret to that. I would, I would advise Coloco to come back. I think that he's got a lot to gain by coming back. All right. Now, one thing that you should be on, if you're not, we're not doing a good job here, is Built Bar. All right. You might be looking at some of these players around the league and saying some of them are really strong. LeBron James, I'm telling you, he might not advertise it, but I would be stunned if LeBron James has not consumed Built Bars at some point in his life. It's the strong, it's the uh, it's the take the bull by the horn type people that use Built Bar. And if you want to be one of those people, which we all do, get Built Bar. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk a little bit of Dalen Terry. Dalen Terry is um, probably my favorite player on the team. Big fan of Dalen. First saw him when he was a freshman at Corona del Sol in Tempe. Um, back then, he was the kid with really long arms, big ears, uh, could really play defense, and you really didn't know if his offense was ever going to be able to develop. His offense has developed, but it certainly can get better. I think that he's got the world to gain, because if he comes back, depending on what Coloco does, Dalen Terry could be the best player on the team. And if that's the case, you're looking at a guy that I think would average probably about 14 points, five, six rebounds, four or five assists, you know, something in that area. Um, He's got that type of ability. I've always thought that Dalen and our good friend, John Schuster has maintained that he thinks that Dalen Terry is going to be the best pro on the team. I agree with him, but I think that Dalen does need to come back for that next year. I think if he comes back for that next year, then he's able to fill out. He's also able to take on more of a leadership role and, uh, be able to expand upon his facilitator abilities that he has along with already the defense that comes in spades. I would advise Dale and Terry to come back, take it from me again from my mother's couch. Okay. Now let's switch over to U of A football. Now, generally U of A football does not produce the type of pros that, uh, Arizona basketball does. And well, this year's no exception to that rule, but there is one player to keep an eye on. And that's Stanley Berryhill. Hill. um, Stanley Berryhill, obviously a Tucson kid, was one of the best. Well, well, let's be honest. He was the best player on uh, U of A this past year. He was probably the only bright spot on the offense. Every game it seemed that uh, Stanley Berryhill had eight catches for 80 yards and the rest of the team combined for three catches for 20. Barely exaggerating slightly, but... Uh, not really. If you watch the games, you get it. Uh, I think Stan can stick in the NFL. I really do. Um, He's probably going to be more of a undrafted free agent, seventh round type. But if you go in there and you don't expect him to be the number one receiver, but expect him to be maybe a slot guy, uh, somebody that can maybe make some plays on the outside in the kick return, and the punt return game, I think Stan's your man. Stan the man, get it? I'm sure he's never heard that one before. But um, He's the, uh, he's the type of guy that I think can really impress certain teams just because he's a high character guy. Uh, actually our first football interview we ever did on this show is with St- or excuse me on a different platform was with Stanley Barry Hill. great kid um, gotta know him a little bit and um, I think he would be a great fit wherever he goes. It'll be fascinating to see though if he gets that chance because I think if he gets that chance he'll be able to stick in some way. Now, I wish I could sit here and tell you that there's more U of A pros to break down, but there aren't. Not Jed Fish's fault. Kevin Someone, you're not listening, but I'm looking right at you. That's your fault right now for leaving us this bad roster. But we've talked about it before. Jed Fish, you got to give a lot of credit to. Out at the spring game, he gets it. I have no clue if Jed Fish can coach. I've said that from day one. But the amount of talent the Jetfish is bringing in is unprecedented at the U of A, and I think you're going to see a significant improvement, at least as far as talent on the field. Uh, that being said, we're going to be back in the same position next year where I'm breaking down one football player with maybe a chance of playing in the NFL because, well, hello, Kevin Sumlin, how are you doing? And I don't feel bad for Kevin Sumlin. Because Kevin Sumlin is getting paid by the U of A not to coach. So that's why we can make fun. But at the end of the day, Kevin Sumlin is also not sitting on his mother's couch. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit then about Sam Thomas. Sam Thomas is one of the coolest people that has ever graced the McHale floor. Arizona women's basketball has always been thought of as, well, Ari McDonald, Adia Barnes. Sam Thomas was really kind of the backbone to some of those teams, and that Sam Thomas was the great defender. I think a lot of people wonder: is she able to score? Can she, you know, can she score enough to make herself a viable WNBA candidate? I'm here to say that she can. And I'm going to explain why on the other side. But before that, Bet Online Sportsbook. All right, if you're not on Bet Online Sportsbook again, I'm not doing my job. You should be on Bet Online Sportsbook. That's where you can get all of the best details. It used to be called betonline.ag. It's not anymore because people were getting confused with the AG part by thinking it meant Bet Online Anthony Gimino, when in actuality it means Antigua. But Bet Online Sportsbook's the place where you want to go and get all your stuff. All right, welcome back to Locked On Wildcats. That's Bruno in the back barking as you might as you uh, all know, Bruno is a big part of the show along with John Schuster generally trying to take bites at John Schuster's face during the show or eating or snoring whatever, Bruno has always been a part. Bruno's barking at the door right now because Bruno, quite frankly, is mad that he's not in the game, in here. You can actually see him. If you look closely, you can actually see him right over there. Bruno will be to you in a minute. But first, bigger fish. Let's talk about Sam Thomas. Sam Thomas brings this. She brings elite-level defense. She brings an intangible, and she brings... You bring in Sam Thomas, she's not going to cause any problems. She's going to be a great practice player. You put her in, she's going to be playing, you know, her tail off. And she's going to be one of the best defensive players out there. I can't vouch strongly enough for Sam Thomas. Nobody's going to ask me, but if they did, here's my recommendation for Sam Thomas. Uh, Phoenix Mercury, sign Sam Thomas. All right. We'll be back with you tomorrow. You have been listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast.